Section two of the Rubaiyat of Umar Khayyam by Frederick Rolf. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses one hundred and one to two hundred. O oh my God, thou art merciful, and mercy is clemency. Why didst thou put Adam out of Eden? If me thou pardonest only by cause of mine obedience, thou art not merciful but thou wouldst be merciful to pardon me, sinner though I be. Let wisdom go, but lay thine hand upon the cup. Let go heaven and hell, and seek the river of paradise. Fear not to sell thy silk turban, to buy wine. Doff thy fine habits for habits of simple wool. Tell me, O lover o' me, what of worldly riches have I been able to acquire? None. What of time passed away is left to me? None. I am joy's torch, but when its light is quenched, I am no more the torch of joy. I am jam's cup, but being broke, I am no more the cup of jam. Where be the dancers and wine? Quick! for the calabash claimeth my devotion. Happy the heart, unforgetful of its morning wine. In this world there be three things dear to me, a head which swimmeth in wine, a fair lover, and the chaunt of the morn. Seeing that life doth not endure, what matter whether it be sweet or bitter? Seeing that through the lips the soul must pass, why trouble whether it pass at Nishapur, or bulk. Drink wine, drink wine, for long, long after thee, from crescent unto full, from full to crescent, the moon will pass. In strangest guise the caravan of life goeth by. Beware, O lover o' me, for thus the time of joy evadeth thee. Vex not thyself because of grief which will attend thy comrades on the morrow, but swiftly serve a cup of wine to me, for night is flying. What wounds hath he not dug in the sorrowful heart of man, who laid the foundations of the world, and of the rolling heavens? In this small orb of earth, how many ruben-tinctured lips hath he not hid? What tresses of hair perfumed with musk hath he not there interred? Be not a dupe of the world, O thoughtless one, seeing that its ways are known to thee. Cast not thy precious life upon the winds, but quickly seek thy lover, and drink a cup of wine. Stay me with flagons, O my lovers. Give to mine amber-yellow visage the hue of rubies. Wash me in wine when I am dead. Of vinewood make mine hatchment and mine hearse. On the divan of fate my lot was fixed, on the day when the heavenly steed of stars of gold was saddled, when the planet Phaeton and the Pleiades were made. How then can I merit blame for playing the part that was assigned to me? How pitiful it is to see crude dough lording it over good bread, to see witless men possessed of endless wealth. The eyes of odalisks are a heart's feast yet sleek slaves and mere apprentices have them. 
from the book of life my being must be blotted out in death's arms i must expire then seeing that i must become clay o lovely ganymedes gaily moisten me now while mine heart still liveth but few problems seem to lack solution yet when i call mine understanding to mine aid i see that my life hath fled and that truly i know nothing the worshippers of the prayer rugs are blockheads seeing that they of their own free will submit to pious hypocrites who strange to say preach islam under a cloak of piety but in real truth are worse than pagans when my tree of life shall be uprooted when my limbs shall be dispersed when of my clay pitchers shall be made and filled with wine then my clay will live again by cause of the wine which it embraceth thou in whose eyes sin is of no consequence command some sage to proclaim this important dogma that philosophy teaches the absolute absurdity of making divine foreknowledge answerable for sin in the beginning my life was given to me sans mine assent by him who hath ordained that very life to stupefy me in the end with great regret i shall quit the world without understanding the object of my coming of my staying of my going my sins returning to my memory kindle in mine heart a flame that burneth up presumption yet it is well known that a generous lord pardoneth his repentant slave these potters who continually thrust their fingers in the clay who use their wit their understanding their every faculty to give the form how long will they persist in trampling on it with their feet in slapping it with their hands do they not think do they not know that it is the clay of human bodies that they misuse so men whose wisdom hath made them rise upon the world like cream who by their intelligence survey the height of heaven like the firmament they have their heads turned tops i the turf wine is promised to me in paradise then why forbid it to me here once upon a time a tipsy arab hamstringed a camel of hamza with his sabre simply on that account hath the prophet declared wine unlawful seeing that thou hast the remembrance only of past pleasures seeing that all thou hast is a cup of wine for thy true lover enjoy at least thy last possession and let not the cup escape thine hand ah the time to come when i shall be no more when i shall leave nor fame nor trace of me in the world which still goeth on before i came the world lacked nothing it will be unchanged when i am gone away i do not know whether the men who go to and fro who swiftly gather riches in both hemispheres have ever understood the explanation of the true and real condition of worldly things the most important thing in life i cannot grasp many a heart by death is drowned in blood yet none return from the other world 
to bring me news of those gone on before. These many princes, Augulus, proud of their pompous titles, are so preyed upon by griefs and pains that life to them is but a weary burden. But it is more ludicrous that they should condescend to call no one by the name of man, except he be enslaved by his sufferings, as are they. The tremendous wheel of fortune, whose office is to tyrannise, hath never loosened the knot of difficulty for any man. But when it seeth a heart in agony, straightway it hasteneth to add wound to wound. The years of my youth draw anear their term. The fresh springtime of pleasure passeth away. O oh me, I know not when that gay bird called youth did come, nor when it hath flown away. Bestir thyself in the whirlpool of this world to dive for pearls. Be seated on the throne of gaiety, and raise the cup to thy lips. God is unmindful of saints and sinners both. Therefore enjoy whatever pleaseth thee. Seest thou those two or three idiots who hold the world in their hands, and who, in their unveiled ignorance, believe themselves to be the mages of the universe? Vex not thyself by cause of them, for in their extreme content they consider all men who are not asses to be heretics. May the tavern never lack drinkers. May fire seize the skirts of the habits of religious. May those habits fall in tatters. May drinkers trample underfoot those habits of blue wool. How long will colours and odours deceive thee? When wilt thou surcease from thy researches in good and ill? Wert thou the source of zum-zum, wert thou even the water of life? thou wouldst not be able to avoid the grave. If thou hast wine, forswear not the drinking of it, for an hundred regrets attend such resolutions. Roses burst in bloom, bulbuls fill the air with song. Would it be wise to forswear wine at such a time? So long as that my lover will not pour out soul-delighting wine, so long as that the heavens will not rain an hundred kisses on my head and on my foot, it will be vain, when the moment shall have come, to invite me to surcease from wine. How can I do a thing that God hath not commanded? He who would be consistent must not neglect to drink wine, wine which hath the virtues of the water of life. He who neglecteth to drink it during Ramazan should also neglect the obligation of prayer. When I am dead, instantly level with the earth the dust of my tomb, so that I may become an ensample unto all men. Next, knead with wine my body's clay, and of it fashion the cover of a pitcher. Seeing that fortune on her wheel, O Kayam, hath raised her tent, and closed her curtains to discussion, it is evident that the eternal Ganymedes hath produced, under guise of wine-bubbles and creation's cup, a thousand other Kayams like to thee. Be happy when thou canst, for sorrow hath no end. 
wandering stars return to their stations in the firmament bricks made of thy clay will build palaces for other men live a life of joy for many other travellers will journey through the world the soul will cry after the body parted from her and this brain where passion sitteth throned will be trampled under potter's feet happy the heart of him who goeth unknown who hath assumed nor robe of ceremony nor soldier's woollen vestment nor sufi's stole who hath been raised to heaven like simorg instead of haunting the ruins of the world as doth the owl not to the faint of heart nor to the poor of spirit but only to the worshippers of Silas Iacos is it given to know the language of roses and of wine. I pardon those who do not understand the hidden mysteries whose joys are revealed alone to drinkers. One day at the tavern, lack of water compelled me to perform mine ablution in wine. In those precincts, he who shall have smirched his fame never may hope for instauration. Bring me wine now, for the veil of my shame is rent beyond repair. Lulled by vain hope, I cast upon the wind a part of my life. Yet never had I known a day of happiness. And now I go in fear that time will not allow me to seize a chance of repaying myself what I have lost. O oh me, O oh me, mine heart lacketh yet a remedy. On my lips verge my soul doth tremble, nor hath she achieved the object of her love. My life hath passed away in ignorance, and the mystery of love is hidden from me. In matters of the soul walk warily, in matters of the world show favour to thy tongue. If that I shall have eyes, and ears, and tongue, in another world I do not need them now. He who, here, hath half a loaf, and shelter in any nest, who is master or slave of none, should be content, for a very sweet estate is his. Plant not the tree of sadness in thine heart, but peruse continually the book of mirth. Drink wine, and have thine heart's desire, for thy time is short. Hath mine obedience added splendour to thine empire, or have my sins curtailed thine immensity? Have mercy, O my God, and punish not, for I know that thou dost pardon early, and punish late. Sad would it be did this hand drop the wine-cup to grasp Al-Qur'an, and to lean upon the pulpit. As for thee, thou art a devout bit of dryness. As for me, I am depraved and drenched with wine, and I am not aware that fire can make water burn. He who hath not some thorns by time implanted in his heart hath never held a lovely rosy girl close clippet in his arms. No comb caresseth the perfumed hair of beauty till it hath been in carbon with a multitude of teeth. May the juice of the grape be alway in mine hand. May love for fair forms, resembling houris, never dry up in mine heart. 
Some men say that God will command me to renounce my wine and my lover. Ah, I would never obey that order given. Never, never. Now I must go away, and sad is the day of my going, for of an hundred precious pearls I have pierced but one. Through the ignorance of man, a myriad of ideas of profound importance remain unexpressed. This is a goodly hour, nor hot nor cold. The dew hath cleansed away the dust that lay on the rose bushes, the bulbul among the xanthine flowers proclaimeth that the time for drinking wine is come. On that day, when I shall be no more, when I am become even as a tale that is told, then it is mine humble wish that of my clay a wine-flagon should be made, and commonly used in the tavern. Drink wine, before thy name hath been erased from the book of the living. For sorrow shall leave thine heart when this nectar there entereth. Dishevel, tress by tress, the hair of thy fair lover, before the sinews of thine own frame are loosened. O lover a me, ere sadness shall assail thee, call for rosy wine. O thoughtless fool, think not that, when thou art buried, I shall dig thee up again, for thou art not gold. The world hath reaped no advantage from my coming. Its dignity and glory will gain nothing by my going. Mine ears have never heard men say, Why was he sent here? Why was he taken back? All things that thou hidest are known to him that sitteth in the heavens to learn. Vain by vain he knoweth them, and hair by hair. I grant that, by hypocrisy, men may be deceived. But what answer wilt thou make to him who knoweth all the details one by one? Wine giveth wings to the victims of melancholy. Wine is a fair mole upon the cheek of understanding. During the month Ramazan, now passed away, we have not drunk it. And lo, we are here at the night of the feast of the month of the horse. Cheerfully live, for on a day all creatures that thou seest will lie beneath the earth. Drink, drink wine, nor abandon thyself to this world's sorrow. Those who come after thee will too soon become its prey. There is no night on which my soul is not dumbfoundered. There is no night on which my breast is not drowned in pearly tears. Mine uneasiness, preventing mine head from being filled with wine, is a bowl turned topside i' the turf, which may never be refilled. When my nature seemeth disposed to prayer and fasting, for an instant I hope to achieve mine heart's desire. But a breath sufficeth to annul the efficacy of mine ablution, and a half-throatful of wine to make of no avail my fasting. Mine whole being is allured by the sight of lovely faces, tinted like the rose. Mine hand delighteth to raise a cup of wine. Let me rejoice in the rejoicing of each single part of me, until these parts be resolved into their whole.
a worldly love taketh no thought like an half-quenched fire it giveth out no heat but true love at all times knoweth nor repose nor nourishment nor sleep how long wilt thou continue to waste thy life in worshipping thyself in searching for the causes of thy nothingness of thine existence drink wine drink wine for a life that endeth in death is better passed in drunken sleep by to-morrow i shall have passed the mount that separateth thee from me and with joy unspeakable i shall raise my cup my lover is all mine the times are favourable when then should i rejoice if not now some men by gross presumption become steeped in pride others avidly qualify for houris and heavenly palaces when the curtain shall be raised it will be seen that they are fallen far 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 and farther still from thee it is certain that paradise is a place of lovers and of honey and of limpid wine then here let us enjoy our lovers and our wine for these be the end of man men prate of a paradise where the kalthir floweth where huris be and cates and limpid wine then fill the cup and quickly place it in mine hand for one present is worth a thousand future joys even a mount would leap for joy didst thou water it with wine madmen only scorn the cup when thou knowest wine to be a spirit which maketh man perfect dost thou dare to order its renunciation from time to time mine heart beateth against the straightness of its cage it is ashamed of being nothing but clay and water often have i planned the destruction of this my prison but then my foot would encounter a stone while touching the stirrup of satisfaction they say that the month ramazan is at hand when thoughts of wine must be put far away therefore at the end of shaban i will drink so deep that i shall still be elate with wine when into feast the fast shall fade if that ye be lovers of me so cease from foolish words and serve wine to drive away my sadness when i am gone to dust make of me a brick and place me in a fissure of the tavern wall at times the brew of our being is limpid turbid at times sometimes our vesture is fashioned from linen coarse sometimes from yemen silk to him that understandeth both have no significance but is it insignificant to die no man hath penetrated the secret counsels of the hemameni no man hath made a step outside himself having looked i can see naught but insufficiency in master and in pupil insufficiency in all men of woman born wean thee of thy desire for worldly things burst the fetters that chain thee to good or ill and be content for the rolling heavens will not cease to move and life will not be long no man hath pierced the veil of fate 
no man hath learned his maker's secret mind day and night during two and seventy years have i reflected yet now i know no more than i knew at the beginning and the riddle still unread remaineth on the ultimate day they say there will be parleys and the amiable lover will be angry from essential goodness naught can come save good have then no fear for at the last gentle will be the aspect of thy lover drink wine for it will end the anguish of thine heart and will free thee from thy meditations upon the two and seventy races of mankind neglect not to make this alchemical experiment for a single draught will bar a thousand ills wine is forbidden be it so but only according to the drinker the quantity he drinketh and the company in which he drinketh these points being observed who except sages would use wine i pour out wine into a hanaper i should be satisfied to quaff two measures of like bulk but first i must be thrice divorced from religion and reason before i may espouse the daughter of the vine yes i drink wine and he who will view the act with undimmed eyes resembling mine will deem it insignificant in the sight of god who hath known for endless ages that i should drink wine and that if i did not drink his foreknowledge would amount to perfect ignorance the rich man who is a drinker bringeth himself to ruin the disorder of his drinking provoketh scandal in the world then let me put the emerald into my goblet of balas ruby and drown the serpent of my sorrow the fool and blind who never hath passed a night in quest of truth who never hath allowed his mind to set her foot beyond his carnal wall who goeth attired in the garments of a great lord he it is who dareth to disparage one whose conduct is above reproach when phosphor glittereth in the vaulted blue let thy hand raise the sparkling cup truth they say is bitter in the mouth of man and for this reason wine is truth behold the time when verdure cometh to adorn the world when boughs burst into blossoms white as moise's hand when flowers arise from earth as they revive by the breath of isa ben miriam when cloudlets wake to weep beware of putting thy body to grief and pain that thou mayest get white silver and yellow gold feast with thy lovers ere thy breath already tepid shall grow cold for after thee thine enemies will feast each throat full of wine that ganymede shall pour into thy cup will tend to quench the fire of sorrow flaming in thine eyes great god may it not be said that wine is an elixir chasing an hundred sorrows from an heart oppressed when the violet shall have dyed her mantle when sapphirus shall have breathed life into the roses he who is wise will drink wine with a lover of form lacanthine argurus and after 
dash his cup against a stone. The sanctimonious professor cannot appreciate thy divine pity as well as I. Not a stranger, but a lover alone can know thee well. Thou would make thee out to say, I will lead the sinner into hell. That they should tell to one who doth not know thee. A throat full of wine is worth the empire of this orb of earth. The earthen cover of the jar is worth a thousand lives. The napkin which shall wipe lips damp with wine, is worth a thousand mitres of the sanctified. Convene, O lovers of me, and, when ye are assembled, rejoice together. When Ganymedes shall set before you cups of antic wine, remember poor Khayyam with a libation to his memory. Not once have the rolling heavens been propitious to me. Never, for a single instant have they made me hear a voice of melody. Never, in a single day, have I breathed the second of bliss, but they have plunged me back into the depths of woe. A cup of wine is worth an hundred hearts, an hundred faiths. A mere throatful of this juice divine outvalueth the empire of China. What greater gift than wine can this world give? It is a bitterness and hundred times more precious than the sweetness of life. Nought do the rolling heavens save to multiply our sorrows. Nought place they here that they do not instantly destroy. Oh, if those to come should know the suffering of which this world hath store, how assiduously would they refrain from coming? Drink. Drink this wine that giveth life eternal. Drink, for it is the source whence youthful joys do spring. Like a fire it burneth, but like the water of life it quencheth sorrow. Drink. Lover of me, to what end dost thou concern thyself with life? Why troublest thou thine heart, thy soul, with vain desire? Happily live joyfully pass time, for, after all, thine advice was not sought when the things which are were made. Those who go down to the grave, they are ashes, they are dust. Here and there are their atoms scattered, separate each from other. What potion hath drugged the human race, making all men fools, knowing nothing till the judgment day? Lover of me, comfort thyself as though all blessings of the world were thine. Conceive this house as containing all things, as delicately adorned. So, in a place where disorder reigns, thou mayest live happily. And if thou wilt imagine that thou art seated there for two days, or three, and that, then, thou wilt arise and go away. Of all religious dogmas, concern thyself with none, save thy duty to thy Maker. Refuse not to another that mouthful that thou hast of bread. Avoid false speaking, seek not thy fellow's ill, and it is I who promise thee the future life. Boy, the wine! End of section